Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast, where we discuss all things GRC. When you're working in an organization, unfortunately, you can't make everyone your friend. And I think in roles like compliance and legal, it is important to try and stay independent. Welcome to the GRC Professional Podcast. My name is Kwame Slusher. I'm the editor of the GRC Institute. And today we're going to be talking to one of our graduates, Eva Gleason. How are you? I'm very well, and thank you for asking me to join you today. Looking forward to it. Yeah, excellent. So today we're going to talk a little bit about you, who you are, and your experience, how you got into the role, and whether you wished you were somewhere else. <laughs> um, <laughs> tell me a bit about yourself and your journey to your current role. Yeah, sure. So you can probably tell from my accent that I'm Irish. So uh, I've been living now in Sydney for about five years. So I started, like many compliance professionals, uh, in a legal role. So I qualified actually as a barrister in Ireland about 15 years ago now, which I actually just can't believe it seems it seems like it was only yesterday, but it, but it was actually obviously quite some time ago now. And I actually ended up going straight working um, in-house. So I was very lucky. My first role was actually with Google, um, which I know for some people is probably like a dream job. And, and it really was as a 23 year old getting that role as my first role was, was amazing. So all the things you hear are true, you know, with the ski trips, the massages, et cetera, great, great fun. Um, and then I was lucky enough to get a role back in my home city in Cork in Ireland uh, with a technology company called VMware and worked as kind of mainly a contracts lawyer for them uh, originally, and then moved to a joint venture with them where I started getting more into that compliance type of space. And that's where my interest in compliance really, really started. And I was with them for then about six years and it was very international role, which was really interesting. And I had lots of great experience in that. And then my partner and I decided we were going to move to Australia and that has been fantastic for me and my career and particularly my development, I suppose, into more of a compliance professional rather than a lawyer. And I've worked in a variety of different industries now um, here in Sydney. And currently I'm the group compliance officer for Blackmores. And that's been brilliant. And I've been there now for almost a year. Oh, excellent. So, I mean, obviously it couldn't have been all massages and ski trips. Um, well, I guess what <laughs> yeah. was, um, I generally speaking, um, what, what would you say is the most challenging aspect of being a compliance professional for you? Um, it's a really good question. And it's something I think that's definitely changed over the last couple of years. I think with COVID, it has been particularly challenging. I think depending on the industry that you're working in, there's been a real uh, push over the last couple of years to you know manage resourcing and to watch budgets. And obviously in compliance, we're always under-resourced. Um, and I think that's been particularly challenging in the last couple of years. So you're always in that role of managing your risk versus your resourcing. And I think that has definitely been challenging over the last couple of years. I think a broader theme, you know, of challenge of over the last couple of years as well has been, you know, certainly the increase in whistleblower um, matters that, you know, all compliance officers are dealing with. And while it's an absolutely important and integral part of what we do, it is certainly a lot of work for, for the compliance departments who are both managing those programs and actually managing those investigations. And I think we're still in catch up in terms of, you know, how organizations are staffing for that. And, uh, you know, so definitely I think that they've been 
two of the kind of themes of challenge for me certainly over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, and I, I do know that the that there's ongoing studies in that area um, from the Griffith University side. It's a, I think something everybody's trying to figure out what is the best way um, to to build something in that space. Absolutely. Uh, on the positive side, I mean, what what has been the most rewarding aspects of your career? I feel I've been very very fortunate I have to say you know and I'm I, some people say yes you make your own luck and that's true to a degree but I do feel that I have been very lucky as well to have had some really good mentors I think that's critical um, you know having a good mentor can't be overstated how important that is so you know when I particularly worked at VMware and VC I was very very lucky with some of the leaders that I worked with there and I got great opportunity because of that. You know, they, they saw potential and they gave me great um, opportunities to develop. So both in terms of, you know, expanding my legal and compliance um, abilities, but also I was able to travel a lot, which was amazing. And, and that was just fantastic. And getting that experience, I think, as a compliance officer internationally as well is, is just fantastic. So coming to Australia then for me a number of years later was much easier because I'd actually worked supporting our Australian businesses in, in previous roles. And, you know, I think that's a blessing we have as compliance officers, sometimes over roles like legal and um, some other roles that are more specific to, to jurisdictions. We have more flexibility because of what we do to, to be able to travel uh, and support, you know, international business. And I think that that for me has been one of the most interesting parts of my career getting to, to travel meet new people experience different cultures um it's been fantastic yeah and on that topic of travel of course because you did say at the beginning that you are from ireland originally how has yes. it been transitioning from ireland to, to australia i mean what have been maybe some of the challenges in sort of getting to the work culture maybe what was easier if there was something that was easier yeah absolutely well i suppose one of the big decisions I had to make when I moved to Australia first was whether I was going to actually go and get my legal qualifications recognized here in Australia. But I think I'd made the decision that I wanted to stay in the compliance area before I had left Ireland. So I, I decided against that. So I suppose in some respects, my transition therefore was easier um, because of that, that I didn't have to go through uh, those hoops. I think the fact, as I said, that I had supported the Australian markets before definitely made things easier. So I'd worked with Australian companies before I'd worked with our Australian entities. So I understood kind of the culture of work here. And, you know, there are some differences, obviously, in terms of how people here work and how people in Europe work and, and things like that. Um, certainly when I, when I came here first, how direct people were in Australia, um, I'm, I wasn't used to. I think in, in Europe, we, you know, um, definitely probably say things a little bit less directly at times. So I found that a little bit, you know, almost confronting at the start was like, wow, OK. But in fact, it's, it's easier now that I've gotten used to it. it, it things move faster here. There's a there's great urgency to things, um, which I really like. It, it's that Australian spirit of, you know, getting things done. Um, and, you know, I, I've really come to appreciate that over time as well. So, yeah, I have to say I've been very lucky. I think, you know, Australia has great opportunity for compliance professionals. And, you know, I'd encourage anyone who's thinking about moving to, to take the leap. Just get out there, look on the jobs boards, see the type of roles that are available and start targeting some, some experience and uh, certifications or qualifications to that. Yeah. 
And of course, I know that you're not always a compliance officer. Sometimes you live here the rest of your life. So when you're not busy uh, getting compliant, helping your business with compliance, how, what do you do for fun? Yeah, so we live in the eastern suburbs, uh, like most Irish people in Sydney, very stereotypical, but uh, we love it. And so, yeah, swimming, definitely in the ladies' baths here in Coogee, you know, feel very, very lucky to have that on our doorstep here. It's great. Um, and also, I actually work on the Mental Health Committee of the Irish Support Agency uh, here in Sydney. So spend some time uh, volunteering with them as well, which, which is great. And then we've been very lucky. We just came back from a, a great trip to Europe. Um, so that, that was a long time coming after the pandemic. So we were mm. just home from that and really enjoyed it. So, yeah, so hopefully we're all rounding the corner and getting over the last two years and um, looking forward to more positive times to come for everybody. Yes. And last question, um, what advice or better yet, what words of wisdom do you have for people who are now, you know, getting into the compliance career and trying to figure things out? Or better yet, what advice do you wish somebody had given you in the beginning yeah, of your well, career? So that there's two parts to, I think, how I'd answer that. One is the piece of advice that I did get, which was invaluable. And I think the second part then is the piece of advice I wish I had been given. So the, the first part is the piece of advice that I did get um, from one of my mentors, which was sounds a little bit cold, but I think, you know, experienced compliance professionals will understand is that, you know, when you're working in an organization, unfortunately, you can't make everyone your friend. And I think in roles like compliance and legal, it is important to try and stay independent at work. Um, and it's hard, especially if you're a young compliance professional, you, you know, you want to, you know, be amongst it and, and, and be among your peers. But unfortunately, due to the nature of what we do, we end up investigating, um, you know, different departments, et cetera. And it's easier to do that if you have that level of independence. So, so that's one thing I would say. And the second piece of advice, which, you know, you don't get given <laughs> as a junior lawyer or a junior compliance professional is, you know, know your boundaries. And I think the new generation, hopefully coming up, are, are better at doing that. But I think um, certainly from our generation, we probably weren't great at that and, you know, worked ourselves very, very hard. And I think it's important um, to know your boundaries, know when, you know, you have to draw the line between work and having having a, a life as well. Um, so I think that's that's important. Well, excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Eva. Thank you. This podcast was a production of the Governance Risk and Compliance Institute and the music was produced by Rob Neary.